When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hi, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate, your host and author of the book, How to Be a Better Person. This week on the podcast, we're talking about being a better person online. After all, being online may feel in some ways like an escape from real life, but since the average American spends close to 60 hours a week online, it's very real indeed. Let's take a look at this part of life that we so often take for granted. Today's big idea is pretty straightforward. While sometimes screens are unavoidable, hello, most forms of office work and remote school, and sometimes they're very helpful, like when you're using them to research something or navigate to your destination, and even promote creativity, whether you're writing, making art, or shooting and editing videos, we have all gotten overly acclimated to using screens. I mean, as I mentioned in the introduction, the average American spends 60 hours a week online. That's a lot of hours, the equivalent to one and a half full-time jobs every week. And when you're on a screen, you're typically not moving your body all that much, and your head is probably jutting forward, and your neck, back, and shoulder muscles have to work extra hard to support that weight. So you've got tension, maybe headaches, and your posture is probably not that great, and your brain is getting acclimated and even addicted to constant input. Of course, the pandemic has not helped our screen time totals be in a healthy range. We were staying put much more and using screens in unprecedented ways to work and learn and stay in touch with friends and family. It leapfrogged us ahead in terms of how reliant we are on screens. All of which means that now is the perfect time to take a step back and assess your screen time and to give yourself the chance to remember what life is like when you're not looking at screens all the live long day. Your tiny assignment is to think of one or at most two practical steps you could take to start to change how much time you spend on screens. There are so many ways to do this. I'll give you three different ideas to get your wheels turning. The first, choose a two-hour time period during the day when you turn off all notifications. The second idea is track your screen time for a day. And finally, you can plan for a screen-free day as soon as you can. The idea behind all of these is to give you more awareness of what it's like to be on screens for as long as you are, and also to hopefully give you the experience of stepping away from your habitual unconscious screen use so that you give yourself a different experience that will then inspire you to make a more permanent change. So let's look at these one by one. As far as going notifications free, there are a few ways you can do it. You could put your phone in airplane mode 
or power it off or put it in a drawer. You'd also have to turn off email and message notifications on your computer to truly be notifications free. So that means your email program, if you use iMessages or another messaging service, and any social media accounts or games that might be sending you little pop-up notifications. For this reason, the first time you go fully notifications-free will likely be more labor-intensive than subsequent times. You might find that once you turn off all those little things that pop up on your computer that you quite like it, and you don't ever turn them back on. But you don't have to commit to anything. The tiny assignment is just to go two hours notification-free so you can experience it. Now, you also need to decide when to go notification-free. It could be first thing in the morning, or during your prime working hours, or the hour before and after dinner when you're spending time with family or just decompressing after work, or the two hours before bed. It doesn't matter when it is, just that you think about when it's going to be and decide on a time that you think will be the best fit for you. If the thought of going notifications-free makes you feel anxious, you can set an automatic response for text messages on your phone using the Do Not Disturb While Driving feature on an iPhone. I'm sure there's a way to do it on Android, too. You'll have to Google how to set it up, and then remember to get out of that mode when your break is through, which is clunky, I admit. Why is it that you can set an away message on your email, and you used to be able to do it on AOL Instant Messenger way back in the day? but it doesn't exist for texts. It seems really dumb, and yet another reason why smartphones are so addictive. Luckily, tracking your screen time for a day is way more straightforward. Just jot down somewhere every time you look at a screen and for how long. For bonus points, you can also make note of whether you're doing something creative, like making a video, something constructive, like checking the weather, or something that's just pure distraction, like watching videos or playing Boggle. Just do it tomorrow. Don't wait for the perfect day. I learned from time management guru Laura Vanderkam that there really is no typical day. So that means every day is a typical day. You may not even realize how much time you're devoting to your devices. And seeing how that time adds up can be great motivation for finding ways to reduce it. You can also look at the screen time function on your phone, which measures how much time you're actually looking at your phone, but you don't get to categorize your screen time, only measure it in total. It's still useful information, so keep your own record, and then look at your screen time usage and see if your own assessment of how much time you were on your phone jibes with the app. And finally, planning for a screen-free day is pretty straightforward too, although not necessarily easy. Most likely, you'll need to do it on a non-work day, and you'll probably need to do a little advanced planning. Like, if you need to go anywhere that day, you're going to have to figure out your route beforehand so that you aren't tempted to use your screen. If you can't manage a whole day, aim for at least a six-hour stretch and plan something that will make it easy to be screen-free, like yard work or a hike or a picnic, or get that book you've been wanting to read from the library, or even plan to run errands. Whatever you choose, allow yourself to be completely immersed in whatever you're planning. It's like a little reset for your brain and can inspire you to find more ways to step away from your desk and leave your phone at home. Your choices again are choose a two-hour time period to be notifications-free, track your screen time for a day, and plan for a screen-free day as soon as you can manage it. I promise you, whatever you choose, your body and your brain will thank you. 
just like I thank you for listening this week. Come back next week when we're looking at different ways of making decisions and trusting the choices that you make more. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 